ladies and gentlemen, this is Wrestlers with Experience. Um, me and Mark were talking last week. Before we get started, I'm Dietrich Davis. And, and, I'm, and I'm Mark Morell. Right. And we were talking last week, and we was going over some things, and the idea was... Uh, we always talk about what should have been booked and what shouldn't have been booked. I'm not going to call this a gimmick show, but I will say that we are rewriting history. And we're going to both take three events in professional wrestling history that we think should be 100% changed. Mm -hmm. Not what we think should be changed. If we had the book and we would have booked, how we would have booked it. Um, so we're not going to spend a long time on this. We're just going to give it to you guys. We're not going to just not just say it and say we change it. But we're going to give a little bit of a reason why why we're changing it and the psychology around the booking. So this is not a right or wrong scenario. This is just us saying how we should have seen the events going on. So, Mark, um, hit me with your first one. All right, so now let's bear this in mind. You know, we're not matchmakers. And all these events that we're talking about, we're fans of this shit. Right. So we were, most of the stuff we were watching. It's just us having fun with the idea, well, maybe we should have went this way with it instead of that way with it. Right. So the dynamic I'm going to touch on is mm. um, the honky-tonk man dropping the Intercontinental Championship to Randy Macho Man Savage. Okay. So it's 1987. The business of pro wrestling was at its near peak of the golden age. WWE, formerly known as the WWF, um, was at his golden age. It was after the third annual WrestleMania and the company was at an all-time Wait, hold on, Mark. You're reading a book. I need you to give me passion, not a book. All right. You get, uh, Hold on. I don't mean to stop you. What I'm saying is this is not an essay. Okay. This is us saying we're taking this and we're gonna, this is what we're going to do. All right. This is so, why I didn't want to read it because I was like, hold on. This, this nigga might have wrote a novel. I kind of did write it. Yeah, novel. this is not about a so novel. I'm gonna I'm get to I'm gonna get to the bullet points. Let's get, the, get all to, right. So you're talking about Macho Man Tonky, Honky Tonk Man. Well, I, call, I always used to call him Tonky as a kid, yeah. but Macho Man versus Honky Tonk. And, Saturday night's main event, right? And the ramifications that could have led into what I think should have happened. Now, how are you changing history? Let's talk about it. All right, this is how I'm changing it. Honky Tonk Man wins the title. Mm -hmm. He gets into this. Feud with Randy Savage over the title. Mm -hmm. It goes into the Saturday night's main event. Right. Macho Man wins the match by DQ due to outside interference from the hearts. And, of course, this leads, in, this leads into the formation of the Mega Powers. Mm -hmm. But this is how I'm going to switch it around. Okay. Because now you're changing history. I'm changing history. Because he needs that IC belt right? to become the, the Mega Powers. No, he didn't win the intercontinental well, belt. He didn't win the intercontinental belt mm -hmm. during this during, during this match mm -hmm. because this was this was his babyface turn. Okay, right, and this was going to lead on to him to become the world champion at WrestleMania Four. Hold on for a second. Hold that thought. I got to pause something. An important call just came in. What took like five minutes was only one second to you people. We back in action. So back at Word. it again. So Macho. Is entering the match with... With the Honky Tonk Man, Saturday night's main event. Mm -hmm. Right? So now, there was a lot of stuff that went on behind the scenes about this match, but I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to get into the detail on what I think could have and should have happened in this match. So like I said, Macho Man challenging... Well, you're the booker now. Uh, okay, well, Macho Man mm -hmm. challenging the Honky Tonk Man, Saturday night's main event for the title. Right. Bret Hart interferes in the match. Mm-hmm. 
grabs Honky. I mean, grabs grabs Macho Man. Before they do all this other stuff, Honky gets ready to belt Savage with the guitar. Elizabeth um, comes in to distract, and he shoves Elizabeth out of the way. Rather than Liz getting up and going out of the ring to go get Hogan, Macho Man then kicks Honky Talk Man square right in the jewels, gets a one up on the Heart Foundation, takes Honky Talk Man, slams him in the middle of the ring, goes up to the top rope, hits him with the flying elbow drop, wins the championship, starting his second run as the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion. Okay. What this does now, this then now sets up the dilemma. Who does the Macho Man defend the title against at WrestleMania 4? Mm-hmm. We already know that the heavyweight title picture was already changed up at this time. Andre successfully wins the title from Hulk Hogan, surrenders the belt to Ted DiBiase mm-hmm. because Hogan's getting ready to go out there and to do no holes barred. DiBiase needs a challenger. DiBiase goes into WrestleMania, WrestleMania as the heavyweight champion of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, are you changing two scenarios, or are you just focusing on Macho Man? I'm, I'm focusing on Macho Man. Okay. So what this does now is, Macho Man's the heavyweight champion. He gets into these series of matches, defends the title against Bret in a heel match. The following, the following match after that Saturday night's main event. Bret Hart would have been the first challenger to get a crack at that um, Intercontinental belt from Macho Man. Macho Man retains, pins pins Bret. Jim Neihart gets a crack at it at the following Saturday night's main event before Mania. Mm -hmm. Savage retains. Has two successful title defenses there. Now it's bound to him and Honky Tonk Man in a rematch at the grandest stage of a mall WrestleMania. Savage putting up a big-ass fight, doing what he needs to do. And just when it seems like he's getting ready to finish off the honky-tonk man in this match, Sherry Martell, dressed up like Peggy Sue, comes out and interferes in the match. Costing Macho Man a distraction. Honky-tonk man rolls him up and gets the 1-2-3 to retain the Intercontinental, to regain the Intercontinental Championship belt. Mm -hmm. The fans were in shock. The fans were in awe about Honky Tonk Man winning the title again, you know, in this particular time, knowing that a lot of people thought that his win over Steamboat was a fluke, Mm -hmm. but him beating Macho Man to regain the title proves that this belt was his all along, Mm -hmm. that Honky Tonk Man was the man. Vince made the right decision. Well, I helped Vince make the right decision to put that title on Honky Tonk Man in the first place. But it's the dynamic of having Savage actually regaining the Intercontinental Championship belt and going into Mania and dropping it to, um, to Honky would have been a big-ass deal. Right. And just for people to know, WrestleMania 4, it was Honky Tonk Man versus Brutus. Bruce Beefcake. For the IC title. And Macho Man went up against Butch Reed. Butch Reed. One in man the first game. round tournament. Right. And, of course, Greg Valentine uh, 
one man game. WrestleMania four is where DiBiase. Macho wins the title, right? Exactly. So you just took Macho Man completely out of the world title picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's where the history has changed. That removing Macho from winning the WWE Championship mm-hmm. at the time World Wrestling Federation Championship. What's your second one? What's your second history changing moment? You know. Oh, you didn't write this one out? I didn't write that one out. I'm going to be honest You only with did you. one. I was just focused on that one, man, because it's like my brain was like really into <laughs> Mind that, you, man. you had all week to do this, nigga. I know I did, but you know what happened, brother? I got distracted with so much shit, you know, in my personal life. Yeah, it happens. It happens. So let me jump in. So for me, and a, a, a history-changing moment for me personally, and if I had to rebook it, and I'm going to put myself in as the Booker Man and this, that, and the other, it would definitely be changing around Hogan versus Warrior. Okay. In my personal opinion, I don't ever think Ultimate Warrior was ready mm-hmm. to win the world title. Hogan was right. He would be back. Hogan's momentum was up. But let's say you go into WrestleMania and the same shit is happening, the same old match, the same entrances, the same momentum, the same promo. promo. But instead... Hogan gets acknowledged and he pops that arm up and the referee never counts three. And let's say that match went on for one more minute and then Hogan gets depend on Ultimate Warrior. One, the fans wouldn't have been upset. Mm-hmm. Canada is Hogan's home right. as we see in future, re- as we see almost 20 something years later. Right. Hogan keeps the title. You remove, you completely now remove Ultimate Warrior from the WWE history history. Because he, he didn't do well as champion. Mm-hmm. That belt came off of him when? Uh, SummerSlam? Uh, Royal Rumble 1990. So he held it for a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, under a year like, in yeah. reality. Nin- yeah, 1990. Right. Instead of that, I would have went to SummerSlam. I would have had a go-home match. I would have had another match. The rematch between him and Hogan. This is when it was long-term booking. I would have let him and Hogan go to war at least a little bit, but this time it would have been in the cage. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know that a cage is a blow-off match. Right. But instead of it being blown off in the cage, Hogan wins again. Mm-hmm. Now, when did the Mega Powers show up? The Mega Powers uh, formed in 1988. They sh- and, and that was WrestleMania what? That was uh that was like WrestleMania four going into WrestleMania five, which was eighty nine. Right, which is the WrestleMania, and which is right before the standing of. I would have reunited the Mega Powers by having Macho Man show up and keep him from winning the title because his best matches were always with Hogan. Was hold on, Macho Man's best matches, I mean Ultimate Warrior's best matches were with Macho. Okay. I would have had it where they spun it and then let those two go to war for the WWE championship. Let Hog- let let him keep the title on Hogan. He beats Hogan at the Royal Rumble and then let Macho and Ultimate Warrior go at it for the title. Okay. And let him win the title one and, and then let him go into WrestleMania seven. As the main event, Macho Man versus Ultimate Warrior. Because that's when we was getting Macho Man at his best. Right. Okay. That's okay. how I would have changed history. I wasn't looking for something great. I just felt Ultimate Warrior wasn't ready at WrestleMania 6. Okay. But if you would have began the journey of him losing, and then him losing at SummerSlam, 
and then Macho Man interfering and then having him and Macho have a match at Survivor Series. Right. And having him get one over on and la- and having him get one over on Macho without a title. Right. And then have title, then have Macho fuse for the title going into the Rumble and let him beat Hogan. You could have had it with Ultimate Warrior is winning that Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. going into WrestleMania 7, and having with him and Macho will probably have Ultimate Warrior's best match in the main event of 7. Because what was the main event of 7? It was Hogan versus Slaughter for the WWE Championship. And that was a five-finger stinker. You could have had that match without the WWE Championship being involved. Because you had a story with Hogan and Slaughter with this whole Iraq thing. It never needed a title. Think, think about it. That man was getting threatened. Family was getting threatened. Uh-huh. This, that, and the other. That match didn't need a title. That match should have been on Macho Man going up against Warrior. For the championship. For the championship. And then let Warrior take it at WrestleMania And then 7. that goes into the retirement stipulation. Later on. Right. All right. Then okay. you can get Macho the fuck out of there. Because that was... what? Who did Macho wrestle at WrestleMania 7? He wrestled Ultimate Warrior in the uh, retirement match. And then he went on to the booth to become a color commentator. That's re- that's my way of rewriting one match in history. All right. So I'm not if if you if you just think about it, Macho Man could that him losing the title and that format would have been beautiful. Mm. And then, you know, and if you really think about it, right? And I want to touch on something about Savage. Mm-hmm. Um, there was always this speculation before he left uh, the WWF. Stephanie? Oh, no, no. Um, No, it's a match match speculation. Allegedly, people. Let me not not do that. So it was a match speculation, (laughs) goddammit, that um, he he wanted to do a program with Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. Um, Wait, what are you talking about now? Savage. Oh, this is your second one. No, this I'm just bringing up uh, a fact. About a a, a piece of information on that. Right. Um, Long-term Mm booking-wise, Macho Man wanted to put over a young guy and the only young person at that time in the WWF that he felt had the credentials of um, taking his spot or his way of passing the torch was to him passing the torch to Shawn Michaels. Leap and Lanny Poffo had stated this on numerous occasions that they wanted to do this Mm -hmm. since they were doing this youth movement the new era the new generation well they figured well okay Let's have this drawn out thing between me and Sean mm-hmm. and have him beat me at uh, WrestleMania 9 mm-hmm. for the title. I don't think it would have worked. Sean wasn't ready. Right. But for Macho, the world title? For the world title. Sean was nowhere near ready. But Macho Man wanted to help get him ready. I don't think Macho Man had a perception on who should be booking. I'll tell you that much. Okay. But Sean, WrestleMania 9. Nigga, he was still running around as a fucked up rocker. Well, he did defend the title against Tatanka. At WrestleMania 9? Intercontinental IC Championship, not the world. And I always felt, yeah, that wouldn't have worked. Mm. He he wasn't ready to be world champion then. By the time he got to WrestleMania 12, it was Sean's time. Right. That was something, that that is definitely an on-time booking event. I think that's the, the last time, that was before Vince lost control of the era and the booking and the, mm-hmm. and the change of the world. So who's your second, who's the second thing you would change in history? It was uh, Roddy Piper winning the war to settle the score. 
Yes, you did say that's what you were okay. thinking about. So we have this match at the Garden. This was at the 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 beginning of the Rock and Wrestling Connection. Mm-hmm. Piper was the number one heel in professional wrestling, the number one rule breaker in the WWF. Right. Nobody can touch Piper. It didn't matter who you were. Mm-hmm. Piper had an honorage with him. No one can touch Piper. Hogan, being the man, Hulkamania was at an all-time high. These guys are going at it inside of the ring. The build-up to this, of course, was him attacking Captain Lou Albano, mm-hmm. uh, body slamming Dave Wolf, and kicking Cindy Lauper. This calls for Hogan to come out, and uh, as he does, as he as he does to get in the face of uh, of uh, Piper. This turned Captain Lou Albano into a babyface manager, mm-hmm. and he him and uh, Wendy and all this stuff was side by side. Piper, of course. The heat seeker that he was was like, you know what? You want to do something? I tell you what. You want to face me? I'm the only person you really ain't facing beat yet, and you're not going to beat me. So how about you just do me a favor? Come out here, sign your name on a contract, put the belt on the line, and you and I can talk business. So now we get into this match. Of course, we know that in, in the original finish of this match, Hogan won by, disqual- won by disqualification due to outside interference from Paul Londorf and Cowboy Bob Orton. I'm about to say, yeah, Bob Orton. I right? always forget to call him Cowboy Bob Orton. Right. So you had that going on, and you had uh, Mr. T come out to make help make the save mm-hmm. for Hogan to try to help even up the odds. And I believe Snooker also came out as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, this thing was going to lead into the main event for WrestleMania. Right. However, back to the match. The finish would be, in my honest opinion. Not your opinion. You're the booker. My, okay, my, 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 my feelings on this, my idea, my finish, Piper beats Hogan in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. He stops the he, he stops the Hulk, the famous Hulk comeback, where he's no selling. Piper puts this man to sleep. The referee's distracted. Orton comes out to try to hit um, Hogan. Snooker tries to stop Orton. Orndorff comes out and grabs Snooker. Mr. T tries to hop over the gate to try to even up the odds. They put the beats to Mr. T. When all the while, while all of this action is going on, Piper pulls out a pair of brass knucks as Hogan is starting to get back on his feet. Mm-hmm. He cocks Hogan upside the head, rolls up Hogan, puts the brass knucks into Hogan's, tri- Hogan's trunks, mm-hmm. wins the heavyweight championship at Madison Square Garden. Because we all know Piper has never become... World heavyweight champion. Exactly. So now, what this does now is that this sets up for the main event for WrestleMania. Instead of it being the tag team main event, mm-hmm. this will lead in for the first time that the World Heavyweight Championship would have been defended at the very first WrestleMania. Now, who goes over? To go over on this one, because you, 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 if you pick Hogan, you're about to take away the pin that Piper never got, which would have been deserved. I would say that I would say that um, Piper walks out retaining the championship. Okay, I'm not gonna say you can't say that you're wrong or right. This is the way you book it. Piper, but Piper retains the title at WrestleMania. Vince would have lost the whole idea. You, there would never have been a WrestleMania too. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just See, it's your book. I'm not knocking it. I'm, I'm like, just saying. I mean, of just course, know you just removed every WrestleMania from history. Wow, I scrubbed it. I scrubbed it. <laughs> you just destroyed the business. I know, right? So it's now you and Vince Russo. 
bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do like the idea of it should have been. It's like it's no. I do like the idea of Piper and Hogan going at it for the title. The title, and instead of having that Macho Man thing, I mean not a Macho Man. Um, the the tag match. Instead of yeah, you could just have what's his name in the corner because he didn't even want to wrestle anyway. Right. Come to find out, so he would have looked perfect in Hogan's corner, mm-hmm. and Bob Orton would have looked perfect in Randy Savage's corner. Well, actually, Piper's. I mean, and Pi- I keep saying Randy Savage. I mean, in Piper's corner. So to me, that would have been that. To me, should have been WrestleMania one, but they they didn't know this shit was going to work. Right. I mean, just throwing caution in the wind. I mean, but Piper going over. I don't think the crowd would have. Hogan was white hot. Of course, but then Piper was white hot too. Yeah, but he wasn't Hogan. Hogan was selling merch, not Piper. Well, that's, Hogan was selling rubber dolls, that's, not that's, Piper. That's true. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I mean, but but a Piper residual check from those action figures was quite quite and pretty needed, big. And you needed Hogan to get those or everybody's check over. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying so. In your history, Piper would have. Yeah, Piper. Piper I think would've, that would have been to me. Piper would have retained the title. I think of that to me that would have been the greater main event instead of that tag match. Yeah. And Piper knew how to draw heat mm-hmm. when they allowed heat to happen. You know, so that's definitely something. Um, that's definitely something I would have touched on. Another thing in history I would have rebooked, and I would have had it where, and just to let people know, Owen Hart winning the WWE Championship. Right. I would have had it to where. When did him and Brett fight? Survivor Series. Brett, the the the. Just to remind me, just you don't have to give me the whole history. I just didn't, I didn't need to remember they fought at the Survivor Series, right? They fought at WrestleMania. The one before that. What was the fight before that? It was the Survivor Series. It was the uh, the tag match. So at that Survivor Series, instead of making it a tag match, Brett was champion, right? No, Brett wasn't the champion. All right, so Brett wasn't the champion. I think what should have happened, we end up having, because they wrestled at WrestleMania 10. Mm-hmm. It should have been, the, I would keep the two same matches at WrestleMania 10. I would have it where Owen somehow gets the opportunity to wrestle the WWE champion because there was no champion crowned at that time, right? Well, at that time when they fought Armenia, it was Yoko. Yoko was the champ. So I would have had Yoko. Yeah, yeah, I, re- I remember it from there. Mm-hmm. So Yoko, I would have had Owen go up against Yokozuna to take Brett's spot. Right. Let him wrestle. And then early in that night, because the story building from that Survivor Series, remember they did the cage with him and Owen, they did all of that. Um, the black heart of the WWE, I would have had Owen. And I'm looking at my notes here. I would have had Owen straight up and now beat Yokozuna. The cheating way he knows how. I would have had him take Mr. Fuji's powder, throw the powder in his face, Mr. Fuji's face, push Fuji over the barricade. Owen gets up hard of Yoko, puts him in the sharpshooter, mm-hmm. locks him down. He wins. All right. Right? I would have still had, I would have had Owen get the celebration. And it would have been the winner of that match goes on to fight the winners of the number one contenders match. And I would still would have had I would have had um Lex Luger versus Bret Hart. Versus Bret Hart and Bret Hart take the win and get Lex Luger the fuck out of there. Right. You know what I'm saying? No celebration. Remember he got a celebration for no reason. No celebration for Lex Luger. No nothing. Get Lex the fuck out of there. We wasted money. Put him back on that Lex Express and push it over the fucking Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> then 
I would have had it with Owen and Brett get face-to-face. The fans would have went crazy because their feud is probably one of the only good and memorable feuds that right. came out of the new generation era. I'm sure so did. So this is the same night, and you got to remember, it ain't easy following Sean and fucking Macho Man. Well, Sean and Razor. I mean, Sean, I don't know why I keep saying Macho Man for some reason. I was thinking my shit. But no, I wasn't Sean, thinking your shit. I was thinking Macho Man should have yeah, fucking Sean, been Sean fired and, probably before he got to WrestleMania for when well, he touched that. I mean, so. Um, <laughs> the speculations, <laughs> bro. It's a legend. Yeah, that's what I said. When he t- you know, I didn't, I didn't finish no name. Yeah, it's a legend, brother. It's a legend. If I never finished the name, I never have to say. See, I know my legal ramifications. You never said it. Okay. I okay. never said it. I never said it. Um. So yeah, so but Owen, long story short, Owen, Owen and Brett, Owen and Brett go one on one, this, that, and the other. Obviously, Brett gets the win over on 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 Owen. That story, because also my thing is, the whole card slowed down after Sean and Razor left the ring. Mm-hmm. They stole the show. They took the energy. Yeah. The only other energetic match was Owen. And, and Brett. motherfucking Brett. And that was they the opening contest. That that see, you yeah. could have still had I wouldn't have put the WWE championship as the opening contest, but I would have said I, I you know I would have put it on as opening because Yoko wasn't giving you more than ten minutes anyway. Pretty much. So let him give the ten minutes, let Owen celebrate, let him get ready for the rest of the night. Even if he was champion. Now Mr. One per- night. Now Mr. Perfect was the referee in this match. I would keep Mr. That, Perfect as the match. referee and I would have kept Mr. Perfect as the referee in all three matches. Okay. Yoko and Owen, Lex and Lou and Brett and Owen and what you call it. I would have had him as referee of all three matches. And uh Piper was the referee for the finals match, the final of the match. I would have removed Piper, uh-huh, and kept him as a guest enforcer. Okay. As a guest enforcer, and I would have had Piper cost Owen the championship. Mm. Or, the other way I was really thinking, have Mr. Perfect cost Owen the championship and let those two go into a program for that SummerSlam. Oh, that would have been nice. That's the way I would have done it. That would have been That's how I would have changed history. So it wouldn't change who walks out with the title. It would change how he gets the title. Mm. So Owen gets to have the title for so many hours. Right. He drops it to his brother. Right. And then we go into a program of that year's SummerSlam, Owen versus Brett. A true grudge match. Yeah. Now, also, I would think that Owen still comes in as king of the ring. No. He wouldn't come in as the he wouldn't you, come in as the king you don't of the need room, it okay. at this point because he's the world champion. He he's was the, the world, world champion. fucking champion. Okay. This is the Black Heart Owen Hart. Okay, he is the world champion. So who's your third and last? Wow, Jesus H. Mary and Joseph. I totally forgot what my third one was. Um, we can keep it at two if you want. I got then then don't stress yourself. Yeah, because I, I can't even remember. I, I don't even remember it. I don't know if it had something to do with Rick Rude or something shit like that. I, I don't <laughs> I know. Don't remember. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to close it off with this one. I want you to uh, give me your opinion on this. We talked about this before. We talked about Muhammad Hassan and how Muhammad Hassan had so much heat. The shit was on newspapers. It was fucking getting t- new networks in trouble mm-hmm. that pre-approved it. But let's say Muhammad Hassan at the Great American Bash wins the WWE championship. He comes out 
with the Arabic dudes with their garb on, shooting shots into the air as he walks down to the ring. Yeah. That crazy tirade. No different than when they did John Cena with the Tommy guns and the one and only John Cena let off. Just instead, you got the guys with the blank M16 shooting blinks into the air, going, Malakale! All that shit. Him, him, <laughs> say that shit again. Malakalay, all that shit. I don't want to scream because I'm in the crib. But I used to scream that shit in Brownsville all the time. And he's sitting there, and he's walking to the ring, and they're letting off shots, and these dudes in these masks right. are going off, and they're putting the flag on there, and they're playing, and their national anthem is kind of fucking dope when it's right, sung right, right. right, right. And their national anthem playing to the ring, and this, that, and the other, and him saying this is the beginning of taking over the United States, and his people are all over the world, making sure that the United States cripples to his feet, and he is the face and the leader of all regimes mm-hmm. in the acts of war against the United States. Now you put this motherfucker up against Undertaker. Mm. And you let him bury the dead man. I took out the the American badass, the man who carries peoples to the, the carry souls to the afterlife. This, that, and the other. Nothing can stop me. I have defeated death myself, and there and I have thirty seven versions waiting for me on my death. All that shit. Then you have him go up against John Cena, Survivor Series. Let John lose to this man, brutally beaten, taken out the way the Undertaker was hooking out. Okay. Have it where they carry his body out, and John Cena's off the show. Okay. No John Cena for a month. He goes out and takes out every major face, giving him heat after heat. He eats no pins, mm. no count outs. Okay. This motherfucker is beating everybody legitly. Mm. And then the Royal Rumble comes around. And John Cena makes his triumphant return. And The Undertaker makes his triumphant return. But instead, John Cena wins the Royal Rumble. I'm giving him an extra Royal Rumble win. Okay. John Cena wins the Royal Rumble that year. And we know he's going to WrestleMania. But The Undertaker says, I know that you got to get a crack at him, but I got to do this for my people and my country. So the, the pay-per-view right before, it's him and Taker, hell in a cell. And they're going at it. And you have it with Davari and them come down, and they violate the Undertaker, and the Undertaker is taken out, and he goes into whatever match he's going to go into at WrestleMania. Right. Here comes John Cena with a brand new American T-shirt. A T-shirt that says John Cena, American made, American proud. Have it where he got his chop and his soldier, this, that, and the other. You do this grandiose insurance. And at WrestleMania, John Cena gets a good title win, not a giving one, and taking down the regime and taking down this, this warlord. Let Label him as a warlord. Mm-hmm. This dude who's doing it. Do it with John Cena is at, with, at, during the Rumble, Royal Rumble where he's taking out Muhammad Hassan's people who are running down to the ring left and right. Have the Muhammad Hassan Rumble that the next night, at the next pay-per-view, that there's a small rumble where he has to take out 30 of, the, of, the, of masked Arabic dudes. Right. And John Cena is taking them out. And he's doing this and he's doing all of this to do this American moment. Yeah. You even don't even do you do a flag match with Davari. You do the flag on the pole match. You do the gimmick. And you have him where he's eating everybody but 
Wow. Muhammad Hassan. Okay. And then when you get to WrestleMania, you do the great entrance. You can do the John Cena Tommy Gun entrance. Mm-hmm. You can do the Muhammad Hassan war entrance. And then let Muhammad Hassan win. And by Davari coursing Muhammad Hassan the title, him deflecting over to the United States, and him disbanding that whole crew of people. And John Cena with the American flag in one hand and the WWE Championship in the other hand, representing America and getting that good go-home moment and the biggest USA chant ever chanted. Okay. That was the way to use Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, that I think that will work. It you know, might have worked. It, it might it, not have worked. It, I mean, who knows, man? Who I think knows? It, it probably it's all 50-50, the shit we talking. But look, that was just a quick shit. That was just an idea that we had about changing history in wrestling. I think we'll do WCW yeah, next. Yeah, we're going to do that. You know what's funny? I it, think I kind of remembered... But I think it had to do with DiBiase. I don't. <laughs> it happens, yo. But we thank you guys. It's pretty late over here. I gotta run to get some stuff from the market. Mark's gotta get some rest. We gotta. Do, I'm not saying you didn't. You didn't pass out not one time, which is good. Damn right, cause I slept good, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> long story short, uh, we thank you guys for listening. Always remember down on download us, stream us, and and repeat it on Google Play. And iTunes at all times. We're getting the YouTube channel together. Mm-hmm. We got hit with a community strike for no fucking reason. But anyway. Um, I didn't do it. No, you didn't do it. It was on the other podcast. Okay. But also, um, we are doing giveaways, the Nintendo Switch giveaway. Um, we're also, when we hit 20,000 subscribers, but I think I might switch it to 20,000 subscribers on iTunes. I don't like the way YouTube is playing. Right. I think this is a little too disrespectful, but we'll figure it all out. Long story short, download our other podcast, The Important Nobodies, on iTunes and Google Play. Also, remember, um, if you want to email us any questions, it's team DD, it's team DDOD mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Email us what you yeah. think, your thoughts. Um, attack us if you want us. Tell us, go fuck ourselves. Yeah. We're petty. We'll respond to you. Exactly. Also, you know, if you got ideas like this, like how we just, you know, we 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 actually shot the shit on this one. But if you guys think yeah. that if there's something, give us give us a match idea and and, and, and let and, us critique it and rip yeah. your shit apart if you're willing to hold hold that. Exactly. Yeah, let us critique. Give us a booking idea that you think should be happening, and then we critique and say, and you know, I'm gonna introduce something called the five count. Dave Meltzer got the four star, the five star shit. Now he doesn't know if it's ten star. But we're gonna do something called five count. And if you know professional wrestling, in order to beat t- uh, King Kong Bundy, you had to hold him down, and the referee had to count to five. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be judging people well, matches based off of the five count system. That and um, you know you have to get to the ropes, and that was a submission call to, to break the to break the hold. Right. When you get to uh to to the count of five. Right. Well, also, but I'm going off the uh, King Kong's Bundy five count. You get over him, you got to count to five in order to pin him. Right. I think that's a dope concept that should be brought back. I think they should use that in specialty matches. Right. You know, like Braun Strowman versus Brock. You want to beat Brock, you got to get the five count. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that, but whatever. But um, we're going to be rating matches based off if it's a one-count match, a two-count match, three-count match, four-count match, and the the classic, a five-count match. Mm -hmm. Is it worth counting the five on this match for the pin? Or is it a kick-out? 
No, then then we're doing Meltzer where we <laughs> add six or seven stars. But no, that's a no. one count. A one count is a kick out. <laughs> anything anything before three count is kick out matches. Yeah. But long story short, we're going to introduce the uh, the count system. I'm going to perfect it and break it down. So I get. But we're not introducing it yet. We're just starting it now. You know, but Mark, I thank you for another episode. Hey, not a problem, man. You know, it's always a pleasure for me to be here, man. Right. So like I said, people, download iTunes, Google Play, Wrestlers with Experience, Mark Knight, Dietrich Davis, and don't forget to go to website Dietrich Davis on demand um, I'm going to be putting content there too and the video content for our podcast will be coming in mid-September because we're in we're 10 minutes from August 10 minutes from August so mid-September all video content will be starting to be released on the show and we should be allowed to go live on YouTube again right. so we'll start doing YouTube live and we're going to try to do some pay-per-view we can't even do SummerSlam live so I'm not going to stress that all right hey that's no big deal man but um Let's try, when we go live, let's try to do Survivor Series mm -hmm. and maybe this woman's pay-per-view. All right. Maybe we should do that one live. Yeah, perhaps we can probably do that one or, you know, yeah, that, that, would, that would be dope. That would be the one, right? Yeah, yeah let's, let's start with the woman's pay-per-view. Fuck Survivor Series. It ain't going to be worth shit anyway. Man, listen. Well, there's there, going to be 10 a, people the, pinning Roman. Well, um, <laughs> make it, and then Roman wins to make him look strong. Well, listen, you know, it is what it is, you know, uh, uh, when it comes out of Roman. Any, yeah, fuck Roman. Anyway, eat a dick. Um, you know, Mark, thank you so much. Ain't not a problem, man. Uh, yeah, I, you were stumbling on the right. I didn't even want you to stress yourself. He ain't worth the thought. You know, Roman I mean, is an old hoe who don't know he got herpes, but giving everybody syphilis. Well, to quote uh, somebody, bitches and flaming flame ass Doritos. Uh, um, that's that's the new quote of, of, of the of the month. Yeah, bitches, I don't know who said that? Bitches. And flame ass but who are you Doritos. Quoting? That's the question. Oh, I'm quoting uh, my favorite in the in the G1 climax, even though he's down like, oh, he's only at two points, but he's the oh. fucking guy right now. Well, just to let you know, Doritos has become a hard topic for people because women are saying that the Doritos are too noisy and too powdery, so that Doritos are now considered offensive to the women. The fuck? Anyway, we'll be talking about that <laughs> on wrestlers with. I mean, on um. Wrestlers Important nobodies next week uh, okay. th th on on yeah. tomorrow's episode. Thank you guys. All right, man.